You tweeted, you mean it. You tweeted, you mean it. You tweeted, you mean it. So don't try to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. You tweeted, you mean it. So don't try to get out of it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of You Tweeted, You Mean It with your host, Lord Byron, also known as Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram, and I'm not just me.com, that's the website. I'm not drillsmedup.com Find my shit there, you dog You dog or dong or gun Either way, I'm starting to applaud you Starting to applaud you This is episode number 62 Hello everybody and welcome to an episode of You Tweeted You Mean It with your host Lord Byron, Black Rocker, Lord Black Rocker, Byron Broussard, a stand-up comedian dude, that person in the corner, um, that guy. Uh, all of those names, Marcus, so that's one of them. Um, and he uh, got off on a tangent. This is episode 62, Love. Ooh. Um, previous episode, they had uh, a few problems that we're going to address this episode, and hopefully... The problems minimalize themselves into, you know, not existing anymore. Um, Problems such as volumes of the keyboard. Problems such as the skill with the keyboard was lacking. Problems such as me being so hard on myself. Maybe this is part of that. And to not repeat the cycle, I can't be hard on the part where I was hard on myself. This is the circle thinking. Um, uh, So in the spirit of not being hard on myself, I'm just going to comment that I did think the comedy sets from the last episode were good, even though I sounded like I did not think that I mean I listened to the whole thing together and with the weak keyboard playing you can actually hear the audience um, which you know may have been comics at the time but there was a few chuckles and like high spirited you know like keep going and I also forgot that during that time where I was going up on stage and talking nonsense for nonsense sake I was doing it with uh, a lot of confidence. It's not like I was lost up there. And I, I forget that sometimes. Like, cause, I mean, those are from such a long time ago. 
like I forget the confidence I have on stage. It's n almost never usually like a, I'm lost and help me get down from here unless I'm like on drugs. <laughs> In which case, that's a different experience. I'd just be tripping. You know, if I'm tripping, then I'm just tripping. Usually I'm pretty fucking confident on stage though. And I forgot that for those past uh, eight or nine uh, recordings we listened to. Um, talking about past episodes, probably not the best strategy for a topic to talk about on a podcast, but it does seem to happen on other people's podcasts also. So, you know, like, it's not taboo to talk about your previous episode and your gripes and opinions on what you as a person put out as content as a content creator um, sometimes it's our job to curate the content that we create <laughs> I was trying to think of other cool C words but uh, my brain wouldn't let me do it so I won't go into that tangent instead I will warn again that this episode will also have a lot of stand-up and that's because once again, I have so many fucking recorded stand-up sets, and I really I want to get through to them because I have get through to them. That was a reference to something I haven't told you yet. As a, you tweeted, you mean that audience, uh, my new stand-up bits are, are different. They're like Twitter meets the stage, which I mean, like you've heard. <laughs> I can't assume that you've heard anything, but I mean, like, uh, talking about past episodes is cumulative, is hard when you don't have fans, you know? When you have a core audience, it's hard to talk about your past as a cumulative, because it's like, who the fuck else gets this shit, <laughs> you know? Anyway. Uh, yeah, um... Uh, so the fact that I can cumulative my Twitter self on stage is is fun for me and I was gonna say if you listen to this podcast, the edited version of the tweets so the last like two or three episodes where I edit the spaces out. Excuse me. Body's doing some gas things. I don't know how annoying it is to like hear somebody talk about something and like never get to the point or like almost never get to the point or it seems like the point is almost not reachable but like the point is there I just have to explain it right and I like when I get interrupted by my own body burping or thought patterns like it's better to address the interruption than not address the interruption. So like the edited version where I read my tweets and like there's small spaces in between if any if any they're small they're really tiny spaces. So I edit that part and uh, what did the tweets sound like to me usually is like a a weird conversation uh, with with somebody weird, you know. It's like dictation. It's 
it's like conversational. I'm talking to somebody when I'm tweeting. It's not like, you know, it's not everyday statements. It's a statement, but it's like directed at the royal you or whatever, you know. I don't know what the royal you means, but it's directed at you as like a population. As like an everyone. It's directed at an everyone. So with my jokes, I mean, it's in that dictation, but like... If you've heard my tweets, they're not all that funny. I mean, they might be like very expressive uh, or like they might make me look cool or they might make me look smart or, you know, like thoughtful, but they don't scream out hilarity and jokes and funny. Most of the, most of the time, yeah, my tweets are not like jokes. So the idea that I'm I'm doing tweets on stage they're written for the stage but like it's still a lot like my tweets to where there's like almost no joke in it so I'm doing this cool thing now where like the joke is that I'm <laughs> the joke is what I'm doing the <laughs> The joke is meta now. We're we're metaing the joke. What's the we're doing some uh, Kaufman esque shit. There was a really good tweet from a person who used to be a comedian in New Orleans and moved to LA. Talked about the uh, Andy Kaufman and your uh, Jim Carrey thing uh, documentary. It was really good. Good tweet. But there's that fine line between genius and insanity, of course. And a lot of people, you know, with the alternative comedy, it's hard to go alternative comedy without being alternative to reality, I guess. Or just like the structure on what's good and bad, what's allowed, what's funny. I mean,. I've gotten laughs, but I th it's for different reasons, and that's a weird thing with it. Uh, it's kind of like prop comedy, I guess you could say, or like a guy with a ventriloquist. Like, y'all know they do jokes. Ventriloquists do jokes. Um, who doesn't do a joke? But like, just the idea of what they're doing is funny. I don't know, um, I think like bands maybe, like a comedy band, but like the jokes sometimes, like a Stephen Lynch, sometimes it's not like, you know, I can't even think of a joke, oh, my go-to one. Two dogs having makeup sex is rough, rough, rough. Have you? No, no, I fucked it up. Have you heard two dogs? Anyway, so it's not that. It's more of the idea that he's he's singing about robots or the devil or 
the idea that maybe I don't know. I don't know what the fuck comedy is. Why am I trying to <laughs> what are we doing here? Why am I trying to analyze what comedy is? And maybe that is what the jokes are about to make you think. But that's fucking dumb. What am I doing? <laughs> so what I've done on stage is now I, I'm gung-ho about the idea now. Because I feel like most of the joke is me getting to reading the tweets. Or my new jokes. <laughs> I call them jokes. Which is the best part. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing a new style of comedy. I'm not going to do the whole set right here. But I'm, I'm like, I'm doing a new style of comedy. Or I'm writing my jokes down. <laughs> like I open the book. And I begin to read what is like. These weird ass. <laughs> thoughts. That I would usually ascribe to Twitter. And... Like uh, even in one of uh, the the tweets, I'll call them tweets here, because we know we we know what this is. In one of the tweets, I give an apology to robots. In one of the tweets, I talk about uh, how I usually talk to future robots. <laughs> like I mean, I usually talk to future robots, and uh, it's weird uh, trying to transition into talking to you people uh but uh, <laughs> i hope the robots don't get jealous i mean like it's i'm not giving it justice because i don't want to i mean i could like the book is right outside the door i'm back in the closet again i didn't mention that we are trying the closet again anyway um the book is like right outside the door but uh like i don't want to say it word for word because that takes some of the magic away from the moment you know it's it's written for the moments on stage specifically written for the stage to where i do tweets talking about i usually talk to future robots now i'm talking to you guys and it feels weird and it feels time travelly, and i just want to you know defy logic and hopefully people find that funny that, you know, physics is being broken and questioned and played with. I play with physics and time. And I hope people find that funny. Because I do. I would. If somebody was on stage talking about that shit, like, next to a bunch of people who couldn't grasp the concepts of what I was talking or what they were talking about... Uh, I just went into like a weird time loop thing. Not literally, but figuratively. Because I started the statement by saying, or the question, by saying like, could you imagine if somebody was on stage talking about, I know, playing with time and physics? I would laugh, you know? I would be in the audience laughing because nobody could understand the wavelength that the guy on stage was on and then like and at that point I was like I put me back in the picture because who else would it be it would be me on stage making no I'm just kidding <laughs> who else would it be because we are all one who would be the more 
uh, logical, a nice way to say that. Not because I am the only person who can do it, but because we are the only thing that exists. Um, I mean, when I didn't believe in truth, saying we are the only thing that exists, I am the only thing that exists, was very easy. When you don't believe in truth, I mean, when you're exiting the fake matrix, exiting the fake matrix is hard as fuck. You have to boil down so much shit. It's just easier when exiting the fake matrix to let go of everything. It's easier to let go of everything than it is to pick the exact things that are correct and true and honest, you know. And not only is it easier to let go of everything, instead is it's like, I don't want to say safer. It's a weird way to put it. It's a... No, I don't know, man. I don't know. It was easy for me, but that's because I'm me. I can't say what's going to be easy for you. But there are a shitload of different paths to get this type of realization. Letting go of truth just happens to be one. Um, I I let go of truth for quite a while. Uh, Swung around in nobody's orbit for, you know, good, good, good amount of time. You know, time, whatever time is, is relative, definitely was in free fall zero g you know what i'm saying for quite a while but now truth has realigned itself i don't like that i said line there truth has revealed itself you could say reveal without saying line there are no lines lines are fake matrix bro everything's a curve man if you see a line you just say look at the curve that would wait what the fuck would I fuck what did I say it's a wild curve bro <laughs> if you see a straight line just say it's a wild curve bro cause everything's a curve no matter what because everything's made of things that are round baby around this in nature you know electrons and neutrons and protons <laughs> protons electrons and neutrons those things like roundish you know atoms or whatever they come out to be roundish you know and then like dna or whatever it's like a curve you know and then like the double helix or whatever it's like the same thing with electromagnetism or electricity or whatever. <laughs> so no matter what it is or whatever, it's going in a curve. So no matter how straight it looks, it's just a wicked curve, bro. Wicked curve. That's a wild curve, man. Anyway, lines. I don't know why I just went on that tangent about lines. What was I even talking about? The guy on stage and me doing my new set. Being outside of time is fun. My new set is cool. I like doing the tweets on stage. So in light of that, I'm going to have to get through a lot of comedy. Is is this conversation worth 
the time that it took to have the conversation. I've got a lot of other things <laughs> for sale. I'm, uh, right now I'm shuffling the Tarot deck of Toth, you know, Alistair Crowley, which um, Truth has him on the weird side of things, but whatever he was, he was definitely studious. We're going to flip a card. We get Death, number 13. 13 is a good number, baby. Death is a cool thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Just flip death. Okay. What was I doing? Talking about Mr. Crowley. Is this worth it? Is death worth it? <laughs> My friend, I'd say yes. Oh, yes. You could be immortal now with the truth that I've learned. You could be living forever. You can have a bunch of demons. You can have a bunch of angels. You can travel space. You can research the ocean better. The ocean. You can through multiple worlds, quantum computers, D-Wave, baby, you could do all that shit, you could do Krav Maga, <laughs> Selene Dion, Ocean's Eleven, you know what I'm saying, um, truth is dumb, but I mean like, if you have a point, then it's not dumb. And I see people flip the hangman. That's disconcerting. Number 12, the hanged man uh, right before death. And then, you know, But I flip death and the hanged man. We're going backwards in time, baby. That's the correct way, the unity. You gotta go back. If you want to see Jesus, <laughs> okay, so you know we're cleansing ourselves of damnation right now. We've defied death. We're going past the hanged man. Um, anyway, I was talking about other shit. Um, truth is dumb unless you have a reason for it I can see people um, I, I can't say I know like <laughs> alright it's weird territory when you're talking about quantum spaces which is something I learned to say from Seven Bomar I hate that other people say a bunch of shit before I can say a bunch of shit cause it's the same shit to say God damn it. Um, is that the point that I hate people? I hate people. <laughs> is that the point that I hate people? Is that why I won't save them? Uh, the point was that you can sometimes read people's agenda 
you know, if they have high vibration, then it's easy to read their agenda because if you have high vibration, the decisions you make aren't pointless. You don't make pointless decisions. Unless that's part of your agenda, then you, like, shroud yourself with chaos. But, I mean, if you're shrouding yourself in chaos, I mean, your agenda usually ain't good, you know what I'm saying? So, even so, high vibration people are easy to read, usually. Um, but, I mean, it depends on your perspective of truth, whatever truth you find to what's good and what's bad and I don't mean the polarity version I mean like what's helpful and what's not helpful constructive not constructive depending on your truth your viewpoint that shit changes so I mean there are people doing things in high vibration and categorizing them into, you know, goals or agendas is my way of trying to give them their room to exist uh, while I, you know, get my thing going, get my, you know, uh, factory uh, smoking into the atmosphere killing the ozone you know what I'm saying I get my nuclear factory in order <laughs> it's probably dumb to uh, ascribe high vibration people as nuclear factories or is it fucking genius anyway uh, so I've, I've seen a lot of agendas some look very fun some uh, some are accommodating of others, which is cool, and some are like naysaying others, and some are like these others are just mm, some are you know honest and true. Truth, what the fuck? How can I believe in truth? What can I back this up with? <laughs> and you know one of my things is I get to the points real fast quickly maybe not all that quick but still like if there's a main point behind something like I can usually sniff it out and be like alright I get it so like I did that type of shit with a lot of spiritual shit where you read the top books listen to the top people and that will only take you a year maybe if you're quick if you're real quick you can do it in a year I've been on my journey from over two years over three years so it's like it's possible. I, mean, I haven't been like the most astutious, although I've been pretty fucking astute. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> ten thousand hours ain't got shit on this, you know. And I was like pretty fucking astute, but like I haven't spent 
all day every day studying I'm really close but like I haven't spent all day every day studying and I'm not gonna lie to myself and say that I have no matter how many five-hour lectures I've listened to in one day that does not mean all day every day I've been studying no matter how many five-hour lectures I listen to in a week may, may it be eight to ten that does not mean I spent all day every day studying this five-hour lecture is not 24 hours although it might take you 24 hours to finish the five-hour lecture you know in completion and you have to take breaks in between and shit like maybe your brain can't comprehend it anymore and you're like I gotta take a break anyway um what I really don't want is to be like forced back into the world of studying goddamn old books again. <laughs> Can just fucking studying old ass biblical books, like fucking factual old ass accounts of some fucking shit I don't really want to know about I don't, well, it's not that I don't want to know about it it's that I already have an idea and I don't want to know the details it's fucking details man the details will trap you in there and like that's scary I don't want to go to school I don't want to go to mystery school bro <laughs> you know I made myself immortal and I've time traveled a lot I don't want to go to mystery school now and learn like what fucking metals correspond to what body parts what fucking planets uh, you know with the fucking correspondence I don't want to go to correspondence school it's, it's, it's seeming a lot like I'm gonna need to go to correspondence school though in order to fully believe in a truth that I can back up myself <clears throat> it seems like Fucking, uh, I'm gonna have to get a degree. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm used, so used, so used to not believing in truth and not having to back up anything. Can you imagine how free it is when you're like, yeah, I believe in time travel. Yeah, I'm immortal. Uh. How? Oh, how? Well, I don't know. I don't believe in truth, baby. I'm free. Well, I mean, like, I mean, also, I mean, you can use your black dot pineal gland thing, but, like, that's not rooted in fact yet. I mean, like, but, like, I found a truth where this dude can explain. I keep dropping cards on the mic making spikes I'm looking at the recording right now and it's making spikes and shit every time I drop a card this dude Seth Beaumont like fucking wordly describe what it is to astral travel wordly describe what it is to time travel you know like what the fuck <laughs> I mean he said he's read like 2000 books but like when people like this exist it's like do I have to know it too 
Do I have to if it's outside memory already? It's downloaded into the consciousness already. It's in the morphic grid, nigger. God damn it. Do I have to learn it too? Or can I just access it from outside, you know? Outside the mind, outside the body. Can I have you as external RAM? Please, please say that to humanity. Can I have you as external RAM? Humanity. I shouldn't say rim like I know what the fuck rim is. See, I don't know these terms. It's fuck. That was, that was a big spike. My bad. I don't know these technical terms where they're like, I know to say computer memory. And I've heard from multiple sources that a computer memory is RAM. But that doesn't mean I know what RAM is. Like, RAM stands for something. And like ram is also an animal and ram is like the horn things and ram is this ram is to physically hit something and ram is then this and all of that together means something because we're quantum niggers now okay we're quantum so all of that shit means something but like to know scientifically honestly truthfully what that shit means to ask humanity if they'll be your ram you know what I'm saying I just like if I don't know truth to the point you know of outside ram then Am I, you know, how do you know if you're steering yourself correctly? How do you know if you're uh, not coordinated? Uh, see these words, these goddamn English words. Oriented, oriented. How do you know if you're oriented correctly? If you're corresponding to your correct parts, sir. Sir Snake. Hurt me, Sir Snake. Uh, anyway, um. So, like, uh, maybe I'll have to go to school and learn all of that shit so I could be, like, upfront and open and honest about what I know and what I don't know. And another thing that stuck with me, sticks with me. I'm currently listening to the audiobook of Seven Bomar's book, The Code to the Matrix. So I'm listening to The Code to the Matrix. One of the things he says a lot is that uh, the Illuminati people, not the Illuminati, the Freemasons, Freemasonry, um, those people are the, like they're the snakes and like the Hananaki and all of the cool alien DNA shit that's out there. In the zeitgeist, Twitter sphere, <laughs> all of those things have like a code of silence. The snakes, specifically, because they don't have a voice box and they have to whisper, which I think is fucking. It's a really cool concept. And then there's like the whisper things, and I'm just repeating everything that I've heard. God damn it, just being a parrot here, anyway. 
the fact that there's like this silence thing. So if I can if I can't eventually take this form of myself on the road um, I mean like it is my, this form of myself it's not like I'm silent about what I know and what I don't know because this form of myself exists and is documented but I mean but wouldn't it be cooler to actually have this side of myself for public relations <laughs> that's how what's public relations mean is OPR for, oh fuck damn am I just trying to dress my ego up in cool clothes maybe I don't <laughs> I don't know fuck it depends on my agenda once again god damn it if I can figure out the agenda I mean, my agenda can't just be to study people and like, be like, okay, this person's a high vibration, this person's a high vibration. Like that would fucking suck. It's like being, it's like being like a, not a, uh, like a dog, as a god. <laughs> that's like being a god. That's <laughs> that's like being a hound god. Finding them, sniffing them out. English is weird, as explained in the Code of the Matrix. And I'm way past time. This might be a two-hour podcast again. I'd like to reiterate that there will be a lot of stand-up being played in the future, uh, like the very close future, and this podcast. I'm just going to play a bunch of stand-up. I've already mumbled through existentialism and where I am in my life oh fuck almost forgot that I'm scared to get to the tweets uh, <laughs> tweets are in what month let me say April April May maybe June sorry tweets are in June now we're currently in December but I mean, the tweets I'm be reading are from June, and uh, they get into some territory of another version of myself that I'd I'd like to hide. You know what I'm saying? It's a documented version of myself, so I'm not keeping silent about it. I'm not a mystery team about it. <laughs> mystery team is a cool movie. I'm not a what's it called? Secret society about it. I'm not a cult. A cult. It's not a hidden culture. But I mean, it's not a part of myself that I readily expose. And it was exposed due to television and books. And me not being able to stay off Twitter with my opinions. So I exposed myself. And <laughs> anyway, um, those, are, those will be the tweets later on where I talk about some shit. Some shit that I don't like uh, that much. But I mean, I need to learn how to like and be more of a whole person instead of a compartmentalized person. 
be more whole, less compartmentalized. Yeah, that was real clear. The rest is mumbling. We're gonna flip a card. Change number two. Two of discs. It's bodily change. Flipped another card. The one of wands. The ace of wands. Wands that's creative. It's like a bat with a bunch of creativity in it. It's one thing with all the creative force. We flip the hanged man again. Number 12. So we have 2, 1, 12. That's pretty cool. Chain wands and the hanged man. Bodily change. Creativity in in one the hanged man. Uh, that was supposed to lead to a, a pause in time where I could like take a quick breather. Speaking of, I I haven't been known to have like this type of stream of consciousness. I think this is Seven Bomar and Truth rubbing off on me. I mean, like, you hate to praise a person or whatever, but like, dude is, dude is doing some shit. And his mission, his agenda is fucking fun looking. It looks fun. I mean, I know he does some other shit with, like, fucking drugs and traveling dimensions. I traveled dimensions, but, like, my shit was more attuned to me not knowing what exactly it was for, what it does, where it's at, who's there, and how I affect the place, you know. I was shrouded in chaos, as you could say, or shrouded in ignorance, uh, the fool, as the fool walks, you know, like, just blissfully down the path, I was in these, still am in these worlds, <laughs> which is another question of, like, whether I should leave the door of these worlds open or closed, it's like, they're definitely open. And like I'm in them, I exist in them, and I have bodies there. But like, is it like not not sucking out my? Is it like a? Is it a hole? Is it a tear in my reality, or is it? I look at it as myself. You know what I'm saying? But is it leeching my strength and my power and my astral ability? Is it leeching my astral ability to have upwards of four different worlds just <laughs> that I exist in currently? I don't know. Because I feel like they're inside of me because that's like one of the best things I've learned. One of the keys. The keys, motherfucker. Listen, this is the key. <laughs> Everything's inside. 
that's above so below type shit so anyway so like these worlds are like you know I don't I didn't go through the proper correspondence of placing them exactly where inside and why but what I did to was I just said I'd know they're in there somewhere and they're definitely in my mind's eye definitely there and that thing's definitely inside of my body my mind's eye it's like seven travels places where other people have gone before with foreknowledge of their journeys and intentions for his own so I'm talking like DMT travel ayahuasca shit you know like and then he's talking upwards of 80 trips into like the DMT field where they have those fucking electronic robots and shit <laughs> I can honestly say I've never been well I can honestly say I've never been fuck truth god damn it truth is some dumb shit um so I can't honestly say that I've never been but I can honestly say that I I haven't been as myself if that makes sense I haven't I've been an observer but I haven't had a body there that makes sense that's the how you put it I've been an observer because that's another thing like I'm probably gonna write that down in my bits even though I've probably written it on Twitter I've definitely thought about it quite a lot. The idea that I could... My mind's eye takes me on a trip whenever I hear a story. Whenever somebody's explaining something, I see it. I see the story. I don't necessarily feel it all the time. I mean, I'd have to concentrate in an attempt to feel the smell taste the story which I mean we're supposed to be strengthening our senses in other realms also so maybe I should be see smell tasting you know feeling the story I do feel stories also but I mean like not feel the I slam my hand in the door yeah I don't feel that shit I mean I could I said it and I felt it but like I don't you can't say I don't want to. I don't do it often. I don't know. What the fuck am I even talking about? Strengthening the senses for... Closing these doors. Is it right? Is it wrong? Strengthening the senses. I was talking about being an observer. Versus having a body. So when people tell stories, I'm an observer most of the time, which is why I mostly see, not feel. <laughs> okay, I hope that circle made, like, I hope that circle gave clarity. These spirals that I'm making, I'm traveling in curves, motherfuckers. Like, being an observer to a story, such as the electric robots like bioelectric robots mm -hmm. and the thing with DMT or ayahuasca is that these spaces are usually 
attainable to multiple people and then like multiple people have like shared vision type shit not shared vision but like you know like you well you, you get what I'm saying they go to the same fucking place and it's not in this dimension so what I do is I hear a story like that where they go to a, a different dimension and I observe they have described what color it was color is in the background already they describe what the beings look like I see them they describe what they do with the beings I watch I guess would be the proper term I watch the shit seven Bomar is explaining is that in every vibration we have access to a body in that vibration if that vibration has bodies we have access to a space there is a better term we can occupy space in multiple dimensions it's just about putting your awareness there so with me I'm used to throwing my awareness into other people's shit <laughs> into other people's stories it's like a pastime of mine it's why I read books or listen to books now I mean even I mean like I want to make fun of audiobooks or like shit on them you know like audiobooks are trash or like you, you get so much more out of the experience by reading it because you're doing a process by you know when you read it it's like your brain's doing that and then you're hearing a voice it's like a record player bro you're the record player but like audiobooks are cool too I mean there's a person telling you and you can free that reading part of your brain up to do more with the story to see more with the story to view more and then the different character voices it's like even less work for you you could really just listen and meditate also what I was getting to is that Seven Bomar uh, claims to listen to most of those 2000 spiritual books he's read over audiobook and he's got my birthday we've mentioned most of this probably Oh shit, in the Code to the Matrix, he mentioned, uh, like something about people born on the 22nd, where they have, like, this weird mastery thing going on. I don't know, fuck it. Just trying to make excuses to why I understand this conversation and why you might not. I don't know why I'm playing to an audience of ghosts and future beings. Uh, <laughs> I should get to the fucking jokes. Get to the jokes. Get to redemption, baby. <laughs> if if I didn't have a back catalog of jokes I would start to make jokes from this podcast on stage 
not jokes from this podcast, but like references to this podcast on stage. You know what I mean? Like I just referenced the uh, redemption the other time. And I was being really hard on myself about my jokes. And I was like, I need redemption. So I kept playing the next one and the next one. On stage, if I weren't back cataloged, I would have been like, this one's redemption, guys. I promise. While I, like, as soon as I press record. Or somewhere in the beginning, at least. I'm like, this is redemption. Or if I had got them laughing at him. Give him like a head nod and be like, Redemption, baby. And then I would have said that was towards my phone and talking to the podcast. <laughs> what? The next recordings I play have a bunch of like head nods to the podcast and and like me in this state now. Yeah, but my future self is sitting in a closet right now <laughs> recording fucking detweeted you mean it. Actually, this might be the time. No, this isn't the time. There's a certain point in my jokes where I do have a bit about time travel connected to this podcast that I don't think has come up yet, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know how long I've been doing my bits. I usually rotate them around. That being said, hopefully this isn't a bunch of the same jokes over and over again. Also, thank you, Seven Bomar, for allowing me the stream of consciousness that I now have because I kind of believe in truth that I have backed up on outside memory known as your person and your body of work. I shouldn't say your person. You know, it's not the person because the I just heard this on fucking The Code to the Matrix. Shout out the code to the matrix where they're like your memory isn't stored inside you if you've astro traveled at all, if you've if you were conscious in a dream, even for a second, you would understand like you're in your dream, you're not in your body, but you know you're still you, you you still got everything with you, you know, you're not just like a puppy out there. So, like, your your shit's not stored in your body. I mean, like, it is, but it isn't. Anyway. Anyway. Outside memory. It's not inside my head, but it's outside. And it's tangible for you, too. That's the main point. It's tangible for you to find what I think is true. No matter if I can't explain it. Although it does seem like I am getting to a point where I am capable of explaining it, but I only credit that to my studies. Although I do not want to go to school to learn about correspondences. My God, please. <laughs> One day I'm just going to look up a bunch of YouTubes about correspondences, and I'm just, oh, it wouldn't work. I need to memorize that shit. Ugh, unless it was simple, like fucking four cars, you know, four suits. You know, the body, the mind, the fucking goddammit. <laughs> I tried to reword it in different words than I usually use. 
There's intellect, <laughs> the body, the mind, and the emotions. Goddamn the emotions of as well as forgetting the water, the cups, the emotions, the swords, the intellect, the wind, the discs, the body. Earthly shit, materialism, <laughs> wands, the mind, the creative force, the fire. And those are the four things, and that, that's the correspondence for those four. But, like, you saw how much I struggled with that. That is not memory. That is, that is like some outside memory shit. That is not in my head to where I could just boom, boom, boom. That is some struggling. I had to travel to get there. <laughs> and the journey, it takes fuel, baby. It takes fuel, baby. But you can be a renewable resource for yourself. And that's what I'm doing, too. I haven't mentioned this. I'm uh, trying to go to a healthy route. In order to give myself fuel. And this sounds dumb coming from me who didn't believe in truth. Smoke cigarettes. I was going to name a bunch of shit that I did that was like bad. Well, okay. Smoke cigarettes. Ate meat. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, because uh, that's it that I mean in this light. Cigarettes are a shitload of chemicals and meat this these days is fucking ridiculous They show those videos of them like coloring meat and it's like all rotten and they just spray it red I'm like here you go <laughs> Cook it first baby cook it first Like I didn't give a fuck but the fact that I didn't give a fuck is going to fuel this even more. It's going to fuel this truth. Um, I don't know why I'm explaining this like this is the last chance I'm ever going to get to explain something. It's been an hour. What if this was the whole podcast? I just talked about shit. It's, you know what? Don't let me take this whole time to talk about this so I don't get to my tweets I think I'm running away from tweets right now and I'm doing a real a fucking good job a fucking good job of running away from these tweets what was I talking about? <laughs> I went on too many tangents I got lost Oh, energy. You see, you run out of energy sometimes. And you need that boost. Oh, I stopped talking about this because I don't like talking about truth. But the fact that I am going to believe in truth after being who I was is going to fuel my fuel gaining ability. 
So becoming this person who no longer eats meat and who no longer smokes, I'm possibly going to stop drinking, probably, most likely. My body's been asking for it also. It's not just me. I'm not just me.com. <laughs> it's not just me. My body's been doing some shit. It's been pulling some shit, man. And I feel like this is a good time. And it's a good fuel source to use to gain more fuel sources. You know? Since I've found a truth I can put everything together in. You know, why not take full advantage of life? I'm no longer searching, questioning, lost. So why not plant myself into the reality in which I'm set, in which we are all set? Unless we choose different. I mean, reality is fucking weird. Reality is like, oh man, reality and actuality. That's another Seven Bill Maher thing. We, most of us can get a glimpse of reality, but like we are blind to actuality. So it's like this, this truth and this cleanse I'm going on this journey this new journey that I hope doesn't lead me into a school where I have to learn goddamn correspondences I can only speak English I mean I understand a little bit of French and a little bit of Spanish but I can only really speak English you know what I'm saying it's like to learn this new shit and numbers are involved. Geometry? Gah! No. Geometry isn't that hard. But I mean like. It's still correspondences. Like what, how many points does it have in the circle. That corresponds to how powerful it is. That corresponds to how many appendages it has. You know like. And the higher the number, the more powerful. Or is it the lower the number, the more powerful? Or is it the more powerful, the more powerful? Or is it the more united, the more powerful? Or is it the more... Is it the more polarity, the more polarity? So, you know, I'm in the middle of getting a truth together which is a book that I should buy not called getting a truth together but it's called finding my truth by Trina Hart Michelle I think uh, she needed to shout out and I need to buy her book because my book is $50 and that's goddamn ridiculous I mean, it's not like I'm guilting anybody into buying my book, but we came out with books in quite similar times. One book got advertisement. Uh, that's a nice way of putting that. 
it got backed. But I mean, it deserved to be back. And then, you know, I didn't buy it. And then, like, yet. Which is why I'm saying I need to buy it. Anyway. But, like, I advertised in back alleys. And, I mean, if you're advertising a book and you see a back alley advertisement for a book, you're going to be like, oh, what's this book? It's coming, you know, it's advertised at the same time as mine. Is it trying to steal shine? This person's like, I wrote a book. You wrote a book. I wrote a book. <laughs> you know, is it that type of shit? Or is it like honest intentions? What is it called? Your dirty nigger soul. God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> Your dirty nigger soul came out the same time as finding my truth. You know, and then it's like, what does that mean? What is the meaning behind this high vibration shit? Should I upstage somebody? Is he calling us niggers? You know, like it's all of this weird shit. So I should have bought the book. I should have just... I should have felt guilted into buying the book. I did feel guilted already. But like, I should have guilted all the way into buying the book. Which I did not. And I feel bad about it. So finding your truth or finding my truth. I look either of them up. Trina Hart, Michelle... Um, I think she'd rather you not go on Amazon and buy the book, although it is available on Amazon. I think she would rather you PayPal her directly through email. I mean, if you want to find how about how to do that, I mean, I mean, if you're like an internet person, if you're like an internet person and this is like crazy future, you know, like not crazy future but crazy far in the future then just go to Amazon I mean like I didn't say that but just do it and I mean like don't don't not buy the book because you know you can't find your email if you know me in person and this isn't crazy far in the future I can most likely find that email to where you can give the author of the book the full due you know what I'm saying? Uh, what I did to avoid that problem was I made my book $50 on Amazon. And so I get the full due every time. <laughs> every time being not very often. Every time being almost never. Every time being who the fuck would pay $50 for a 48 page book? Called your dirty nigger soul. You know, who's ready for that initiation, baby? Read the Code to the Matrix by Seven Evan James Evan Bomar. Read uh, Finding My Truth by Trina Hart Michelle. Read Your Dirty Nigger Soul by Byron Broussard. These books and more will get you on more than a good path. More than a good path. I mean, I haven't read Trina's book yet. I'm listening. I'm in the middle of Seven Bomar's book. There's so many fucking good books. Why am I making book re recommendations? I should have just stuck to the two. But there's also Brother Panic's book. And Brother Panic's coming out with a new book. Fucking... Uh, the Occult. Oh, 
something Hollywood. Um, I'm gonna look it up. Let me look it up. Let me look, look, look it up. I'm past an hour. Uh, this is not good timing, baby. The occult civilizations of humanity follow you one Hollywood. I said that without getting to the book title yet. But I'm still going to look up the book title. Like in in a effort to look up the book title that came to me. I, I traversed uh, the amount of space it took to find it. Yep, The Origins of Occult Civilization, Volume 1 Hollywood, by Brother Panic. That is the name of the book. And the next book is going to be The Seven Dark Laws of Power. And that shit looks like it's going to be 400 pages. Of the Occult Civilization of Humanity, or whatever I just said earlier. Um. That shit was a lot of pages, too. My book is very small. Seven Bomar's book, I heard it was a lot of pages. It's got a lot of pictures in it. Brother Panic's book, Seven Dark Laws of, of Energy or Dark Matter or whatever. Seven Dark Laws of Power. That one's going to be a lot of pages and it's going to have pictures. And it's going to have fucking memes in it, bro. <laughs> it's going to have memes. So I've wasted a shitload of time. I find it hard to believe that this thing could span two hours, but it most likely will because I'm going to play again. Once again, I'm going to play a lot of comedy, and then I also have to do tweets, which I will again edit. I will edit the tweets, take out some of those spaces. Here's to believing in truth, motherfuckers. Here's to the night we've had tonight. Here's to the tears you knew you'd cry. Here's to tonight, tomorrow's gonna come too soon. Too soon. Here's to the night we felt alive. Here's to the tears you knew you'd cry. Here's to tonight, tomorrow's going to come too soon. Too soon. No.
Number 
Fields. August 1st, August 1st, oh, number 80, what? Yeah, so my opinion on the last one's funny. Funny in the high vibration, not really connecting with the audience. What I said was... It felt not understood, but it led to quite hilarious audio. <laughs> I don't know why I find it funny, like shit doesn't mesh. Why? Who does that? Who does that? Shit doesn't mesh. Thank <laughs> you. 
Received. Like to run a restaurant, <laughs> you know, there's something happening. Like, I, I'm 
Evans and what it is. Uh, and that's because I like the idea of a person who knows everything lying. Like, that is my shit right there. You know, just like a, just like a wise person who's like, oh, if you, if you swim in this river, you might find your enlightenment. The guy's like, uh, I don't know, last time I did something, but like, ended up in the hospital. But I did meet that cute woman. Maybe. somebody who understood was in the crowd or some shit maybe I was talking to you or myself either way we have 142 voice recordings on this phone 142 and we're on 82 of 142 and I would like to get to where I record sets like that I haven't played yet wait that doesn't make sense I'm, I'm right there already I'd like to get <laughs> where the next podcast I play the ones that I recorded previous even though I'm still also there but I mean like you know consistent or like together or like caught up would be the perfect word caught up Holy shit. That's a live voice recording of, I think, my sh- Black Magic Friday show? Hey, uh, we can start off with my own. Um, 
and spirits, which will give you the correspondence through the uh, the actual, like you could look up the god you're into, and it'll tell you the corresponding gods. So you could like study Greek things, and uh, for me, I learned that Greek mythology is really psychology of the black mind. All of these, all of these gods are just aspects of ourselves. Um, uh, if you uh, learn about like angels and and demons and stuff, they were hermaphrodites. Yes. Uh, they had both sexes. Androgynous. Androgynous. Yes. So like the idea, and we also have in here the law of um, gender, um, which is everything has both genders in it. So like the female gods are are mostly like. Uh, mostly like the, the yeah, females receive God visualization exercises I guess you could say because everybody came from Africa which makes sense I mean and uh, the elements uh, yeah that's enough of that <laughs> Black Magic Friday SMH not gonna delete that file although it is very huge Three hour file, three hour forty nine minutes. This is the next set I did after Black Magic Friday. <laughs> Yeah. 
I definitely went into bit mode. I what I mean is I abandoned the. What am I doing here? What, what is what is this? <laughs> I abandoned the high vibration talking to the low vibration aspect of the comedy that I do, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Chicken sperm. <laughs> I'll take it to the absurd. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit drunk. Oh, that's the shit. 
Carrollton Station. <laughs> Ugh. Definitely funny. I'm feeling the need to stop playing these now. I said it like it was a question. August 8th? This is one week, I think. I started on the 1st. First to the eighth.
What? It's been two hours already? God damn it. Alright, I definitely did not expect to have two hours worth of comedy for you, but I, I really, I guess I really am running away from these tweets. Legitimately. Two hours worth of running away. Last one was August 8th. I don't exactly remember where that was. It was a Tuesday, so it was Comedy Beast. I was on a book show doing that last set. What the fuck did I even talk about? Oh, I talked about time travel girlfriend. I mean, this set didn't go great. It's a good bit. It's a good bit if I'm followed through it. A lot of things you gotta follow to get. You gotta follow the path. You gotta see what I'm saying. You don't have to feel it, but you can be an observer. Remember an observer? If you observe my shit, it'll lead you to craziness. But it's good crazy. It's a freeing type of feeling. Passion. Passion. Blow my mind. Blow my mind. I think as a palate cleanser, we should play a little of passion. I got a passion, a filthy passion, even though the keyboard, oh, I could play a little keyboard to it, that'd be fun. Was Britney Spears on my main page? <laughs> oh man, in the Code to the Matrix part 34 on YouTube, which is the audiobook. Uh, they have a picture that says Britney Spears Circus. 
12208, the new album featuring the number one hit, Womanizer. T-Pain, Three Rings. Womanizer, womanizer, womanizer. I think that's how that song went. Yo, but womanizer, womanizer. <laughs> I like Britney Spears. Anyway, back to what I was doing. AWOL Nation. Passion. I got a passion. I fit the passion. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, there's an extended version. We're not gonna listen to the whole thing, of course. It just made you listen to I'm almost not blocked from Facebook anymore. My suspension is almost up, you people. You people. I mean, maybe this, all of this news isn't worth the two hours. But I'm about to find out how long I have. About to find out how long I have. Four more hours. Four more hours to go. My good friend uh, Kamari asked me, oh wait, 
I don't want to credit that to the wrong person. I did accredit that to the wrong person. Wow. Wow. That shows how much I'm thinking right now, doesn't it? Doesn't it? <laughs> My good friend Paul Joseph asked me if I know what I'm going to say once I get uh, released onto Facebook like a plague. I was like, I do not. Uh, I do want to curse Facebook, but I want to do it in a way that won't be deleted, so maybe a volley of posts expressing my dissatisfaction and innocence, followed by a post that will get me suspended again, to see if Facebook would really delete an account. Yeah, I want to see how far Facebook would take it, you know? I mean, it might take three more suspensions, though. That's my, that's my fear, because being suspended is fucking boring. I mean, like, you could do everything, but, like, you can't like anything, you can't comment, and you can't make a status or do any pictures. What the fuck? There's a Facebook video where I just squeezed eggs out of a fish. It's the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> I wish my, uh, my laptop wasn't hovering over that video at the time. It was like a video of the 15 most expensive things. It's like every other post is a video on Facebook. And I like that. But when you're trying not to be distracted, it's almost impossible on Facebook to not be distracted. Right now, I'm trying not to look at these videos. There we go. Body cam video shows Arizona cop shooting Daniel Shaver in two. That's cool. Anyway. Put, put, put passion. Ooh, blow my mind. Blow my mind. Blow my mind. Blow my mind. You got a little, you can use much more. Are running away from these tweets. Running up, run away, run away, people, 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 we'll stick around for ding, 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 this goddamn long, do, 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 with no results, no results, they won't stick around, no way, if this is empty space. So I'm singing now, singing and shuffling the passion. Gonna flip the card. This is inner virtue. Inner virtue, that's what we flipped. That's a wand card. I'm gonna create inner virtue with this wand card. You know what I mean? Ready for the tweets. 
I had some thoughts about dating. I think this stems from American God. Talk of how you could love someone against their will. Hashtag deep. Stemmed from everywhere. I need to start recording my podcast again. I gotta download another program and shit. Seems like the right time to advertise lordbyron.podbeam.com. And so it begins. How easy it is to get on Twitter instead of just start writing the book. Been a good amount of time in the bathroom today. That was just fine. I thought of a joke about physical labor and how I'm too good for it except when it comes to sex. Not clever at all. Shame. I'm supposed to be currently writing the story of Rick. He's a pathfinder and his story is supposed to be legit. No pressure. Why the fuck is this character reading a fucking book in the book? I was totally never going to stick to any real structure around that. I like when famous people give outs to bad behavior. Neil Gaiman said novel is just long prose. Like he knows what he's talking about. I wish Twitter gave me a word count so I can compare the book word count to how much shit I typed on Twitter. Probably be even. Hey Twitter, I'm at 431 word count but I'm hungry and I already showered so I'm documenting this break and hopefully will continue later. I like to mention that during today's 400 words, the story progressed through time zero minutes. LOL. Hey, time is irrelevant, right guys? Right? How long does a moment last anyway? Where are we? The day Billy fell off the cliff is currently 9,500 words in one day long. 600 words, mo fucker. Mm. I didn't write shit yesterday, but I did see Muse and did a stand-up set. I didn't think I was gonna get anything done today, but I pushed out a hard chunk of the story that feels like it don't belong really. 1,500 words today. I didn't write yesterday or the day before, so I'm happy about the development. Also, a tough chapter. Baby. Tough, tough book, man. I don't know how it will be received. I fell asleep trying to reread the chapter. A little dense shit. Maybe I should take that shower. Who am I anyway? Someone who should smell good? I could do it, though. I should find food before cleanliness. Save time on shower and use that time to eat something before leaving. Done. Deal. Gotta change clothes, though. 603 words today. I think zero yesterday, but comedy is a thing, and there's this really cute girl that I like. My numbers are almost correlating. Almost. 790 and 957. I don't want to hit 800. I have not written one word of my book in maybe three days. Probably two, but it feels like four because I gave up. Also gave up on other endeavors. I'm slowly going insane. Insane may be harsh. I'm slowly dying though, no doubt. I have a remedy for this. Hate course correcting in public. Except you public. I love course correcting here in the Twitter sphere. Important rule is that I was not wrong just misplacing, misdirecting, or misinterpreting. Then we ascribe a bullshit reason behind the bigger scope, and here we have the occult band-aid. I'm sorry, love. I really thought I was in love with you. Turns out God just wanted me to tell you that even he would be your servant. Bigger scope. Christ works for the Demiurge. Work with the Demiurge if you're gonna be Christ. Fuck me, this is dumb and belittling. I hate you goddamn Demiurge, and I hate the Demiurge too. Both spellings, bitch. Also, this has nothing to do with me giving up on the book. Just that it has everything to do with me giving up in general. I'm going to wait until I can feel love more than hate before I try to add to my story more. Another pivotal moment in the story that could close or open an unknown number of doors. At this point in my life, 
present moment, I would close so many doors for no reason. I googled pivotal because I don't like the O in that word. Pictal, pivotal, pivotal, even not pivotal. Sounds like medicine. I'm supposed to be leaving for comedy. At least I'm still a comedian these nights. One thing I'm doing, I didn't do comedy Friday night, but since then, all the way to Wednesday, I did comedy every night. I may not have written for four days, lol. It was nice being a writer for the four weeks I was one. God, I love this girl. God would serve her so hard. I'm not God, though. No, no, not me. Maybe Christ serving the Demiurge means I could be God, or should be in order to accomplish... Fuck my accomplishments. Hashtag sage. Hashtag sage. Hashtag sage. I'm going to do stand-up and pretend to be almost normal. Popcorn, Skittles, biscuit, mustard, ham. I did well this week. Thank you. You're welcome. I did close to no work at all and did a few comedy. Made just vacation for the rest of my life inside of this tight phone game. At least it ain't Candy Crush no more. Uncomfortable soul. That's the way life goes. That's also the way life goes. White man confidence. New 10 minutes. Oh Twitter, where art thou in the internet temple on the side of God's brow? We're at 2.25. This is insane. I need to close out this show. Um, so... I'm probably going to delete a lot of space in between where I stopped with the tweets and where I started talking. But what I was doing in that elapsed time that I'm deleting from this podcast is I was reading in my own head the next tweets from July, I think. Because we finished the... I don't want to say the wrong name. June. We finished all the June tweets. And I didn't get to well where honestly where I thought the tweet started. I thought I was gonna go off in a tangent, but like I really protected myself from that tangent. I spoke like I spoke about it later on, but like I, it was happening the, the the whole thing of the tweets, and then like. <laughs> Oh, I can't say it's still happening. With the next tweets, I start talking. I invoked like a god. <laughs> like that would be cool to read and all, but like we have to get going because it's two hours of this podcast already. And like the people can't, the people who are hearing this, you don't deserve all of this time taking out of your life. I mean, with my Pete Holmes, so we're going to talk about God next. We would have talked about God, but I can't. Not in this. We'll save it for the next episode. Ryan, vote a God, and I get suspended from Facebook. Like, I'm about to get unsuspended from Facebook. That, that was more suspension talk coming. So, I mean, next podcast, after an hour of comedy, um... You'll get to hear tweets from that. I feel bad for cataloging that comedy. Those were the times I was really practicing the joke. Um, dead people are we're making some shit ghosts. That's like the real bit. That's the funny part to me. We're making some real shit ghosts. <laughs> and like just people's reaction to hearing that. Which usually, you, uh, it didn't seem very, 
it wasn't hitting hard on like the recordings and I mean it had its moments and like one time somebody was like oh that's funny like who the fuck who the fuck are you to judge the dead the living and the dead <laughs> who am I to judge the living and the dead <laughs> flips card we get internal the Aeon number 20 that's a whole unit of time baby alright we gotta go this has been fun I've enjoyed myself this whole time talking about truth and how I found truth and then like listening to a bunch of comedy things where I'm like I don't believe in truth I don't believe in truth. Truth sucks. Fuck truth. I don't know what I'm saying. You know. That was fun. And then the tweets. Lackluster. Uh, tweets about giving up. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah that was. That was the soft spot. The giving up part. <laughs> <laughs> good times I thought it was going to get way mushier and then be harsh that was my fear I thought it was going to get mushy I mean I, it did for a little bit but I mean I kind of mumbled those tweets and I didn't give them a redo it's, so I mean like it's not very much emphasis put on the mushy so I feel protected I feel safe that side of me is still and secret it's still not given a voice which means it's very occult to you know relationships uh, sometimes they don't work out sometimes it's infatuation sometimes it's love unrequired sometimes you can love a person against their will not rape though love rape <laughs> mental I should have ended this earlier. Alright, I'm gonna. F oh, wait, spiritual warfare. Am I kidding me? Who am I kidding me? Cannot forget spiritual warfare. Alright, spiritual warfare, also known as tarot card battle. This is where you get yourself a, your tarot deck in hand. And I've got my tarot deck in hand. I'm using the Toth deck. Baby. You can get the, if you get the Toth deck also. Then, like, if you flip this, if we flip the same card, then that'd be cool, and then there'd be a real battle, battle to rope card battle, spiritual warfare. You know what I'm saying? The point of the game is to win your opponent's soul. So what you do is you use your card to your advantage in order to win, and in order to win, you have to believe you win. Really believe it. If you believe that you win, then you indeed win. And that is the magic aspect. And since this is the time recording, you have all of the cards. Yeah, that's right. The listener has all the cards. You know my card, and you know your card. I only know my card, but with my amazing psychic abilities I'll use these cards to win so baby to believe I win
and that's the whole game you flip a card and whoever thinks they win wins use whatever to your advantage the number the idea of the card the pictures the animals on the card I'm saying this to give myself an out in case I flip a card that I have no idea what to say about I'll be like oh, I'll use the giraffe that's on the thing to see your plan <laughs> it has nothing to do with like sanity I'll use the giraffe and that's like really insane anyway we're gonna flip okay we're gonna flip one two three flip I have luxury number four of cups uh, what I would do with luxury is I would tempt you with it I would trade you luxury for the soul baby give me the soul I'll give you the luxury that was round one we're gonna do at least three rounds probably just three rounds because this has gone on too long anyway we're gonna flip again here we go flip I got the universe nigga number 21 oh what you gonna do that's like the highest trump card 21 the universe it's got like everything in it you know so what I do with this is I convince you that uh, in this card I already have your soul I win it's already in the cards they're telling me I win baby alright that's win round two I hope you're holding your ground winning yourself some soul baby Woo. Ooh, oh, get some soul <clears throat> yes that's what it sounds like when my soul's depleted Ooh, are you winning <laughs> alright round three here we go flip I flip the emperor number four the trump card Flipping all trump cards, baby. Got that weak shit. Get out of here. Without your soul. Give me your soul and then get out of here. <laughs> the Emperor, he's got a bomb in his hand. Or is that just a globe with a cross on top? Who knows? I think it's a bomb. He throws it. Pulls up. I get your soul. <laughs> End of story. Thank you. That has been episode 62 holy shit did I even name this one I did Love. <laughs> Did I name it Love? Episode 62 Love? I'm not gonna erase that. Pause. I hope I got it. It's either love or relationships or, or something like that. Alright, this has been You Tweeted, You Mean It. I'm your host, Lord Byron. Look me up and shit. I'm not just me.com. Listen to other episodes, they're way shorter than this. <laughs>